I get those goosebumps every time. I just have to get the big fellow off the bench. Oh Could this be their last chance now? In it comes, Monster to the ground! He's gone! Oh, he runs, oh, he runs, oh, he runs. I'm waiting on ya. Yeah. Oh, I get those goosebumps every time. I need the hind to throw that to the side. I get those goosebumps every time. Yeah, when you're not around, when you throw that to the side. I get those goosebumps every time, yeah, 713, through the 21, yeah, I'm riding, why they on me, why they on me, I'm riding, I'm sitting low key, I'm sitting low key and high, yeah, it's my water, I get those goosebumps every time, I've got wow. a message for you. I've got a message for you, Arsenal. Here comes a new challenger. Yes, baby. Bring it on. <laughs> Bring it on. How are you, Pete? How are you? Oh, absolutely buzzing. Buzzing. Slightly tipsy, I'm not going to lie. Cheers to everyone. Uh, just topped up <laughs> the, old, the old brandy glass. Uh, oh, unbelievable. Unbelievable performance um not necessarily down to because of the, the the quality of football we played but that grit that just determination battle, the intensity the everything that that battling quality we had it we had it and they didn't and i just loved what we what we produced today um we left it all on the pitch every single ounce of sweat every breath every bit of energy we left everything out there today um, and yeah, we were determined to get the points on the board. And not only did we get points on the board, we got all three. Boom! Love it, love it. Oh, How are you, fella? How are you? Uh, I'm, I'm just in shock, really. I fucking my I was, I was so nervous. My stomach has gone mad. But uh, in that game, but uh, fucking hell, yeah. I just uh, like yesterday, I thought, nah, no. We're not going to win this. This is going to be a bit, a bit of a downer. But fuck it, look at it. It's been a good run. Uh, we we picked up. And then, then this morning, I was thinking we might be able to get a draw. And then I was talking to my little boy, who was six, and he goes, uh, he goes, we're playing Arsenal. He goes, we, we we might win. And I said, and he didn't, you know, he he goes to me, oh, we beat PSG, we beat Man City, and we beat Man United. So why can't we win? So I said, yes, we can win. We're still on the team. And uh, and uh, Martin Odegaard was missing as well. I was like, yes, now we have a chance as well. And a chance we did have. Uh, so, yeah, some game, some game. We get into it. Uh, your, um, your little boy knows football, that's for sure. He knows <laughs> he does, he does more than he me. He knows the score. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Everybody in the chat is absolutely buzzing right now, rightly so. Um, you know, well over 100, 120 plus in the chat already and rising. So if you haven't already, just click the like, come and support the channel, all the housekeeping that we normally do, like, subscribes, all the rest of it. Come and show your support for the channel. We are absolutely buzzing. Massive result. Massive, massive result for so many reasons. And look, 
we're going to get into it, that's for sure. Let's get into it. We're on 500 likes. Straight off the bat, we're on 500 likes. Beating Arsenal. We're, 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 we're five, 500. Big ones, right? Let's go. First, uh, first, let's look at the teams. I'm getting too ahead of myself. This is the team. Um, back all, all the, the regulars came back. Murphy back on the bench, which was a big surprise for me. I had a check was it Alex Murphy or Jacob Murphy, but it was it was Jacob Murphy. Looks like it was a, kind of a bit too soon after all, but he was back on the bench tonight. Uh, the A squad was was back. The A slash B squad with with the way of all the injuries we have really. And Sandro was in the stand as well with on his coffee. But uh, what did you make of? I think you guys called it in a way. This uh, Pete, you called the team. Yeah, we did. Um, we had the team out there. Um, Chris picked the team. He critiqued it as we normally do on away days. And yeah, but I was in agreement. I thought that was the team that was going to be put out. And it was exactly that. I think you've already touched on it, Daz. The, the only real surprise was Murphy was on the bench because nobody, nobody thought that he was going to be fit and, and available for this game. But, um, you know, you made the point of that, you know, it obviously was a little bit early, but you know what I love? I love the passion. I love the desire. I love the right. determination to to want to be a part of this. He's willing to risk playing hurt for this team. And we needed him. Yeah, he didn't play for very long, but he had a massive moment in the game. Yeah. That he was involved in the goal. So we did his job. He Great did pass. That. <laughs> yeah, great, <laughs> great pass. Just kept it in as well. But, but I just love the determination and the will for him to want to be involved in this because there are so many other players that we can look back over the years, you know, that, that would have copped out and gone, you know what, I'm injured. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to give everything to the core. So uh, a, little, a mini shout out to Jacob Murphy. A little bit too early, yeah. but it's looking like he's probably gonna have surgery now i think eddie Howe's already confirmed so we're probably not going to see him until end of jan february time which is a shame but um but yeah um, you know this the, the, his involvement tonight is enough to get us three points and, and and he's done his bit so fair play to him fair play to him is right um this and uh, yeah actually dr doom and you're two nil uh that backfired but shout out to keith and the, and i know the, the amount of abuse he gets for for his predictions for fair play yeah, keith we, <laughs> we do love him we do love keith uh well this is the, the arsenal squad as well as i said no martin odegaard and he's always a danger he's, he's a player i really like martin odegaard but uh, uh he, he wasn't available and that man Havertz hate him <laughs> i hate him i was hoping dan burn and him a slap from uh Back in that those Chelsea days, but uh, there's a few there's a few uh, instances to talk about him. Let's let's get into the actual game itself, right? First off, first twenty minutes, pretty even for our first twenty minutes, both trying to unblock each other really. Um, some Arsenal corners to test as um, um, yeah, they, they, and they had a, a good spell there for a while, and that's kind of the first twenty minutes to thirty minutes. Uh, then on twenty eight minutes, Wilson had a chance; it went over. But the flag went up. Then came the, the, that man, Kai Havertz, and his challenge on Longstaff uh, 36 minutes. He kind of cleaned them out. Uh, he got a yellow. Did you think he should have got more there, Pete? Who's that? Um, Havertz. Kai Havertz, yeah. It's a record. Mate, it's a record. That challenge on, on Longstaff, is, it, is this what we're talking about? Sorry, I, yeah. I, I've, I've, had, I've had a few of these. So Arsenal uh, game, Pete. I'm trying to keep with the comments and listening to you. And the, yeah, um, I know, I know. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on cloud nine, not going to lie, but it, it was 100% a red card. 100%. 
Um, nobody can tell me anything different and nobody's going to change my mind. I will die on that hill. That is a red card. You look at the challenge, a number of things. One, he's got two feet off the ground. That's That means that, that means it is reckless. It's a reckless challenge. Secondly, Yes, it doesn't get full contact on the leg, but he connects with 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 the with the outstretched foot. I think it's his right foot makes connection with um with Longstaff's leg. It doesn't make full connection, and I tell you something: if it makes full connection, he snaps his leg. It's as simple as that. Yeah. So and for all for our sake, I'm glad that he didn't because that is a leg breaking challenge. So there's no doubt about that. So he kind of clips the front part of his leg, and then. His his um his kind of um his left leg comes in and absolutely wipes him out. Like that is still that is still for me classed as a leg breaking challenge because even the follow through could still potentially break his leg. That is a red card all day long. And look, the twelfth man chat you had Sam Hart and um and, and to be fair, um you know Potts is there, so he didn't have the best yeah. views on it. Happy birthday, but, Dan! Sorry about yeah. the win. Birthday for yesterday, and look, he's he, he's messaged the, the the Newcastle fans are looking after him in in, in yeah, right now. So um, he'll be absolutely fine, and, and I hope he has a great night, regardless of the result. But um, but you know, like Sam, like wasn't convinced on it being a red, and I I, I sent the video back in because I saw it on socials, and I was like. There's no, there's no way you can argue that. And to be fair, Lawless and a few of the other boys, LB, were coming back were saying that is a red card, and it, it, it is, it is a red card, a hundred percent. But are you in agreement with me, Daz? Do you think that was? Yeah, it? I think it was. A, it, it deserved a red uh, and and uh, a card for for that one. And I still like like yourself and Chris. I remember in the summer we were, we were talking about. It was like, why the fuck did they find him? I still don't understand why they signed Kai Havertz, and the amount of money they pay from Annie's wages makes no sense to me. Uh, he's not not an Arsenal player in my eyes. Um, but let's move on because what 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 wasn't deserved was the three yellow cards for Newcastle: Gordon, uh, Gordon, Longstaff, and Char all all got a yellow card for for pleading with the ref. Well, they didn't deserve three red cards. Surely one was enough in that situation. If you have to give out any, and matching, we got three yellow cards. They got one for that tackle. That does not add up. You no, know? it was does. It was job done. It was job done. That tackle was to you know you know I don't know if I don't know if you remember. Um, you you will you will das, but like people in the chat, I don't know if you remember as well. Um, the game last season at St James's where we lost two 0 for the first fifteen minutes we hammered them, and we were we were we were the ones on top. We were possession, everything creating opportunities, and then we won the penalty. We won the penalty, and there was yes, that was the moment in the game. And it, it almost favoured our minds, the fact that it got overturned. Yeah. And they wanted to create a moment today. I was convinced of it. They needed. Yeah. The way we played and the way we came out wasn't like what we did against Arsenal in, back in May. We came out a little bit more reserved. And this is what I wanted to see from Eddie Howe. A more reserved um, kind of approach to this game. Not all gung-ho, not all emotion. We didn't. We kind of played quite reserved. And I don't think Arsenal expected this. And they almost needed something to get the crowd to affect the players to, to take us off our game. Because I don't yeah. think they were getting they weren't they weren't expecting it and they weren't getting the joy that they intended from our, from from Newcastle today. And that challenge I think sparked it. And and I when when I when it went back 
and it looked that we got the three bookings. In my mind, I was thinking, job done. Like they they have created a moment where we kind of lost our yeah. heads, and three <clears throat> players got booked off the back of it, which put them in contention for a record, like another yellow record. And I was worried about that. Um, didn't turn out to be the case, and I thought we we were very very professional in the way we managed our, ourselves after that point. But I, I don't know if you agree yeah, with that. Exactly. Kind of done from that, that, that it was, it, yeah, it, it was like a kind of a tactic there. There, how can we 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 break them up a bit here uh, and get into get into their heads like they did, like the way it worked out last year, as you said, with the the, the penalty that wasn't was it was was ruled out as being a penalty there. But uh, I. I I think it was it wasn't until half time though our our head started to come because after that um uh the ball um yeah ball in to Gordon control let him down and so he didn't get his shot off or didn't connect uh 43 minutes uh Lascelles uh, uh who stayed strong on Ketty as well uh but there's in between there as well there was the Bruno arm on Jorginho um to me that should have been a yellow card. And, and Bruno, as we was discussed, Bruno was uh, looking for that yellow card to take him out of the Bournemouth game. But for me, do that at the end of the game, towards the end of the game, get your yellow card for talking to the ref or or diving or something, that that just to, to get your yellow card then, but not at the 40th minute mark. I don't want to say, because it's too long of a, uh, too dangerous in the that he pick up a, a yellow then. But then the last the last reaction before, before the end of that first half was, uh, was um, Pope save from Martinelli, uh, but the shot was straight out. But actually, I, I should have should have wrote it down here as well. There was a, there was uh, the incident where where Burn uh, and I have the picture of that I think here where Burn went up for a ball and landed awkwardly on his back um, as well. Which yeah. get into the second half, we'll tell what we'll, we'll tell you what happened now with that one uh, after that. But to, to, to close out the first half, Pete, anything else you want to say about the first half? Uh, yeah, kind of wouldn't touch on it. I just thought it was a really reserved approach to the game. I think I think rather than go gung ho, all out attacking like we did in the previous game when we had a full squad to choose from, we had Isaac and Wilson on the pitch. We kind of went for it against Arsenal, and there was an expectancy of us kind of to go and win the game. Like I think Eddie Howe's thought about this and had a more reserved kind of approach to the game which i i really liked about it that that is that is the intelligence the intellectual knowledge of a, of a top manager to think you know what let's not play with the emotion let's play with um kind of tactical awareness and, and i liked it so we didn't go all out attacking we didn't create massive amounts of chances but what we did we set up to make it really difficult for arsenal to get any sort of foothold in the game um and then we created those little bit of moments um, where, you know, Arsenal got frustrated, some of the tackles they put in, some of the free kicks they were kind of um, giving away, and it almost kind of gave us an opportunity to eat our way into the game. I'll talk about it in a full-time whistle, about what I think overall, but that's kind of what I was thinking sort of half-time. What about, what about yourself, Ella? Yeah, no, no, uh, the, the same thing. I just, I just glad that we got to halftime. Then I think we're starting to with all with those that that have a sack and Bruno was starting to lose it a bit as well. I just think getting halftime with a we had eleven going in at halftime uh, uh, was good that that we were able to, to get the first. But uh, going straight into the second half, then um, we saw uh, we 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 were kind of questioning ourselves who would come on for Burn if if Burn was able to continue. Would he bring Hall on? It's a big game who had a great game the other night as well against man united but uh it would uh, already switch uh trips out uh to the left 
and he that's what he did. He brought in he brought in Tino on, and with the question is, can he produce the same form that that he did in the uh, the cup? So yeah, so that uh, burn off trips uh, moves to the left, Tino on the right. Uh, then some early chance chances then, um, and on the sixty second match, uh, some two subs: Wilson off, Willock on, and uh, Miggy off, Murphy on, and Gordon moved up front. And one minute later, uh, as as you said, a piece, uh, an excellent ball from from Jacob Murphy precision pass uh, across the goal and didn't go out over the line, as you can prove uh, in a second. But uh, And yeah, picked up nicely by, uh, by Joe Willock. And it put a ball... Uh, yeah, the Arsenal offence were distracted because they were all claiming it was, it was gone out. Uh, but then they had to, to, again, get in their heads this time. And they had to readjust and ball in from Willock, uh, knocked down from... Um, from Joe Linton and no push either, by the way. And Gordon put it in the back of the net. Then I went to VAR. Gordon put it in the back of the net and he, where's the goal? Here it is. And then he cued the celebration. Another knee slide. They love the old knee slides. Go on, Gordon. They were trying to down. They were trying to out knee slide each other. It doesn't matter who's fastest. Who, who can do the longest knee slide now is, is the new thing. Exactly. That's the new thing. Is, and uh, But yeah, they, they in queue four minutes and six seconds of VAR checks. First of all, was the ball in? Uh, was it a foul? Uh, did he commit a foul? And then was he offside? And check, tick, tick, tick. All, all clear. Goal stands. 1-0 Newcastle. And Pete, Let's talk. Let, let, let you talk about that goal and any topic you want to go to on that one. Uh, just before uh, we, we go to that, uh, uh, Nobby Clocks, but how do you like the smash button? Uh, we, I think we need to name <laughs> the smash button now just because of you, Nobby Clark. Absolutely brilliant. Just let, let's like the smash button. Come on. Uh, if you already, uh, like the smash button, uh, click the likes and subscribe to the channel. Uh, you know it makes sense. Oh, mate, honestly. Um, when that ball hit the net, I was just like off the, I was off the sofa, just like absolutely go mental. Um, my boy's in bed. I apologize to him. He didn't wake up, thankfully. Um, but I was going absolutely nuts. The, the wife wasn't too pleased. I'm not going to lie. But, uh, but no, yeah, it was like, like when we talked about it before. It was a ball across. Look, it, it was. It, it looked like a shot from Murphy. It, it wasn't a great one. I've got to be honest. Um, but it went out. Willock outstanding because he didn't give it up. He kept working. He tried to keep it in, and he did. He, he did, did keep it up and keep it in, as proved proven by BN Sports. I tweeted it out early before we came on the show. A um, number of people in the chat have also now seen it. Craig Hope has now touched on the fact the only ones that haven't is Sky because I don't think they've seen it. So they're kind of still, they're still wiping away Arteta's tears off the back of that. <laughs> um, but, but Save hey, your tears for another day. There you go. We need to get that music and, and get um, Arteta's face on that. But look, it was kept in. A brilliant ball back in from, from Willock um, to the back post. Um, yeah. You know, brilliant from Joe Linton to put his body on the line, to get it in there, to get something on it. Um, people <laughs> will question Ray's goalkeeping. Personally, I couldn't give a shit. 
Um, and and Gordon's there to smash it home. Um, and again, in the right place at the right time. And it was electric in St. James's Park. You could see it. Uh, watch it on the TV. Everyone went absolutely nuts. People in the chat, like Lisa and many others, were there. I bet you guys were going absolutely nuts, and rightly so. What a fantastic goal. And, you know, I've had a lot of Arsenal fans go, oh, yeah, Newcastle didn't really create much, blah, blah, blah. Well, neither did you. But we created the moment that mattered. We created an opportunity to put the ball in the net, and we did it. And we did it fantastically well. And fair play to the boys for not giving up and keep keeping on working. Uh, the determination to get the ball into the box and make something happen. Buzzing. <coughs> nice one. And now we were going to run with what that. What about you, Daz? Come on. I like that smash button. Talk us through your uh, emotions as that uh, ball hit the net, mate. Come on. Talk to us. I, I, you know, first of all, I thought, this is going to be ruled out for this. No, this is going to be ruled out for that. You know, this is going to be ruled out. I was like, they're just trying to find a way here that this is going to be ruled out. And then mm. I'm thinking, the longer it went on, one, they're running out of ideas here. They've, they've already tried three options, and they still they still can't can't uh, make a decision. So maybe it's going to stand here. And uh, then I started to believe, and the light is dead. Then I then I was like, but we're beating Arsenal here. Of course, we are home, but we're but we're beating Arsenal. I was like. Things are looking up here now, and then I'm putting together. I've, I'm my my thoughts are gone. We're after beating Man United. We're, we're looking. We could beat, beat Arsenal. Bring on Dortmund, you know, and then, and then Bournemouth as well, you know, and uh, bring us into international break. But then I started getting carried away myself. But so back down to earth. Um, but yeah, then so we, we're winning up at this stage, and then uh, 78 minutes. Uh, Murphy is on a run, and he's, his shoulder uh, goes, and it needs to be popped back in. Um, Murphy off, Richie on. Sad for for Jacob Murphy, and as we said, touched on earlier, he he, uh, he was given it absolutely everything. Um, and uh, yeah, look, we move on, uh, and ho hopefully gets the surgery he needs and and get back as quick as possible uh, after that. But uh, it's it's going to be no firm. Um, Tino had a solid. Um, um, it's not a debut, but a solid run out for us as well. A right back picking up the form from the cup. Yeah, he, he played really, really well. Um, as we thought, Bruno eventually got, got that that yellow card was towards the, the end. He picks up that. He had, he had another. Was it another smack on Johnny Jorginho? Uh, yeah, I can't remember. But uh, uh, he uh, got his yellow card. He misses the game against Bournemouth. Not a bad game to miss if you think about it. Went into the Chelsea game and. United game and League Cup and blah blah blah. It was two. It's well, we need them for, for those games. Eight minutes uh, injury time, full time, one nil Newcastle. Uh, absolutely delighted. Um, beaten Arsenal at home. We beat Arsenal and uh, great. Yeah, of course, Ateta wasn't so best pleased. I hear. I haven't haven't seen that interview yet. But give us your thoughts, Pete, on on the, the full time whistle. Oh, absolute elation, mate. When that final whistle went, absolute elation. Um, I was literally counting down the minutes, I think in the loading chat, and definitely in the Jordy's Down South chat, um, I was putting in the minutes of like extra time. I was going like, <laughs> it was, I was going like seven minutes left and praying hands. <laughs> Five minutes left, praying hands. Like three minutes left, four minutes left, like literally just counting down um, the, 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 the time. Um, and, and I didn't really need to because it wasn't really, they didn't really pepper us. Um, they didn't really like kind of hammer us in terms of chances. Pope wasn't kind of called to make 
world-class saves to keep us in the game. Like, it wasn't that type of game. So, I'll be honest with you, the only thing I was worried about is like, you know, like a little shitty deflection or or a ball that kind of rebounds or falls to an Arsenal player where they stick it in the net. That was the only way that we're going to get back in the game, not through absolute brilliance that we know Arsenal for. Because, look, I'm not... Arsenal are a good side. They are a good side. They didn't show it tonight, but they're a good side. There's a reason why they finished second last season. There's a reason why they'll be up there challenging this season. But we didn't allow them to have those moments in the game where you thought, right, we're, we're being peppered here. Like we need to do something. Um, uh, I think I mentioned to to one of the one of the joys now South lads. I was like, I'm quite happy at 85 minutes to bring on another defender and kind of see it out. And the reason being is because we had. Liverpool at home, we had West Ham away, we had Wolves, where we've been up in games and we haven't quite seen it through. And I was thinking, are we going to do something different to get us over the line? Are we going to be ultra defensive and and kind of bring on another centre-back, bring on a dummy? Thomas Kraft. Or or a Kraft or or somebody to kind of score results. Ultimately, we didn't need it. But I was just so determined to not let us slip in this game because I also hadn't really created anything. Um, and didn't really deserve to score, but sometimes even when you're not playing well, and also they've proven it against Chelsea and against other teams that when they've not played well, they've still nicked a result. So that was the thing in the back of my mind. I was still worried about that. But I tell you what, wow, our boys were outstanding, and they didn't let that get to them. They didn't get hyped up about you know the the battling qualities of Arsenal, and we we shown our own battling qualities, and it was. Um, a superb result. So I go back to the point that I said to you originally, that's full of elation when that when that final whistle was um, uh, uh, sounded, and and you could tell on the sidelines, Eddie Howe and the boys, they were absolutely buzzing at that. But but what what were your thoughts? What what was running through your mind, mate, when uh, when that final whistle went? I thought I'm going to get upstairs quick and get these pictures going. And uh, then uh, get, my, my broadband was, was dying on me, as it looks like it is now as well. But, um, yeah, no, uh, absolutely delighted, Pete, uh, that we, we got that, that win. Um, and it moves us, like it keeps us in, or pushes us to sixth on the table now. Um, so, yeah, absolutely delighted that. Uh, smash that like button as well, or um, like that smash button, as Nobby said earlier, uh, people. Uh, but, yeah. 250 in the chat, Daz. 250 live tonight in the chat. Pick those likes. We, Daz, you already set the target. Just remind people that, that have just come into the chat tonight. 500. Remind the target. 500 likes. Come and help us on the way to that. Come and get us there right now. That's for sure. Sorry, Daz. Carry um, on, fella. No, no, it's okay. I've kind of lost what I was talking about. But uh, no, just abs- absolutely delighted. I don't know where I was going next. Uh well, let's go to the super chats because I know there's some super chats in Pete, and I, as I gather my thoughts. <laughs> yes, there actually, are. no, I remember where I was. Let's do the super chats. Then, then I'll, 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 go for the super chats. Super chats. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> you know where you are. Um, uh, firstly, um, Daniel Much, um, super supporter of the channel. Thank you very much for your 1999 um, um, uh, to the channel. Get in there. Arsenal crying, Arteta crying. Um, here's a little um, uh, portion of my bet winnings from tonight. Peter commented on your tweet. Uh, this team needs its own error 
uh, name like the entertainers, Eddie Howe's Warriors would be brilliant. I did mention them uh, nice. in, in my after the game that the boys were absolute warriors, and I, I stand by that. And Daniel, much you're absolutely right. Um, you know, for everyone in the chat, everyone watching right now, like, well, what, what name would you call Eddie Howe's boys right now? You know, we had the entertainers. Um, we didn't really give a name to Sir Bobby's boys in the early two thousands, but but what would you give the name? to Eddie Howe's boys right now. It's a really interesting one. Get 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 your comments in on what you would name them. Uh because they I they deserve it. They've gone two and a half years um of providing us with fantastic football and great moments. They they are inclined to deserve a, a name in this era so far. Um get you thinking cap on Daz. I certainly will. Uh, uh, at this moment in time the walk and wounded uh, would be one because there, there are so many injuries and and uh, with Murphy out and we don't know what the story is with with um with Burn now as well. Um next one Jay Devlin. Um, yeah, Jay Devlin. Fantastic. Thank you for your 5 pound. Um go and watch Sky's analysis on X. Um if you think the ball was over, it was in. Arteta should be fined for his claims. We've tried everything to rob us of it. And you are absolutely right. And look, you know, if, if, if there were tears in here, I'd be sucking them down <laughs> like this. And they would taste delicious, Jay Devlin. They, they would taste absolutely Mixer. delicious. Um, and, and that's for Arteta, not for the Arsenal fans, because there are a lot of uh, quality Arsenal fans that are respectful and they, they, know, that they know the score anyway. Um, but yeah, um, we've said it. Yeah, we've said about it on BN Sports. They've confirmed it. It was um, in, and it wasn't out. So no, no qualms there whatsoever. Nobby Clark, four ninety nine, superb stuff. Cheers, Nobby. Um, I think this match is where we grew, where we grew up and became men today. Uh, very measured and got under their skin in the right moments. Uh, I can't disagree with anything you said. Um, what are your thoughts, Dad? Yeah, um, it was get to me. I think it was the key was getting in at halftime, and then Eddie Howe could. I think he just because I, I caught his uh, his comments after the game where he he said we reminded them we have to keep eleven players on the pitch because uh, Bruno was looking dodgy there for for a while. Um, it, it could it could have gone sour right before halftime, um, but yeah, no, we got in the right time. Uh, got got it started with burn the burn come off and got on Tino in his replacement and then we kind of were more level headed then as as uh, as Nobby's kind of alluding to there. Yeah. Um, Jason Scott four ninety nine oh, up the loaded mags. So Jay, I'm just going to say hit the likes. Uh, the last part, <laughs> the last part, we'll leave that there for everyone else to view. But hit the likes is what we say. <laughs> Uploading mags. Jason's got absolute top top stuff. Um, uh, massive support of the channel. Always in the chat. Uh, with some great comments and opinions. Uh, keep it up, fella. Um, great to see you in there. And, of course, it would be right to have Colin. a... Hey, <laughs> Colin! Right hey, yeah. Colin! ...to do a super chat about Colin uh, with his no no comment and uh, in £10 <laughs> donation. Great to see you in there. Thank you for your support, as that, always. That's Colin's trademark. <laughs> it, it really is. It really is. No Here's Colin. And I have to give a little shout-out. Um, where is he? Where is he? I think he might be further down. Oh, let me find it in a second. I don't know if you want to carry on. Um, yeah, okay. carry on. I'll, you... I'll find it in just a second. Cool. Um, what I, yeah, what I was what I was going to say, Pete, is uh, rather than going through ratings, because I think everyone deserves a, a high rating for, for, for this, I wanted to, get, to go ask the question, who was your man of the match? Because my man of the match was this fella. 
Lascelles. Oh. I thought he was class. I thought he was class. Oh. Uh, he, um, he, got, he got two or three last ditch ta- tackles and, and winning the ball. <laughs> You're, you agree, nice one. Uh, I just thought he, he, he was brilliant, you know. Uh, and from where, again, from where he was, last season he was picking up yellow cards inside lane. Season before, we wanted, uh, we were well, last season, when we wanted rid of him in the season before that, but he's, he's, he's been Eddie Howard, most definitely been Eddie Howard, and he's, he's been class. Um, I don't know, what else can you say about him? Just, just class today. Um. <clears throat> He was, yeah, he was sensational. Um, a proper captain's performance yeah. for very for, for for a lot of reasons. Um, I noticed about ten minutes in that um, they did what, what I've, I've talked about before in review shows about what they do with Dan Byrne. It's kind of they let him have the ball, and when he gets the ball, they press him high because they're not they, they believe that they can nick the ball off him. Yeah. But what what Jamal Jamal has improved in so many areas, but what he's improved on mostly is on the ball. He's making intelligent passes. He's not he's not going over the top. He's not doing these like kind of sharp passes to try and show what his ability yeah. is. He's keeping things very simple, but keeping us in possession. And he's giving himself enough space to be able to play these balls. One touch pass or first time pass. He's getting out of his feet quickly. So it gives no player on the opposition team the opportunity to press him. Um, so that's intelligence. That's his intellectual ability on the game in game on the ball improving already under Eddie Howe. But I tell you what, you know, when we're when we're under the cosh and when we're under pressure, you need a centre back that's just an absolute brute that just it just yeah. bullies attackers. And I said it and, and Adam uh, Adam McCarthy uh, mentioned it and I put it on the thing he said uh, and I talked about it on away days and I said about Shaw and the cells keeping Eddie and Ketia quiet. I was always confident if he was going to play, I was always confident that we were going to get something in the game because I believe in in, in Jamal Lascelles and, and Fabian Shaw right now. I think as a partnership, they are playing some really good stuff together. But late on in the game, the big towering headers against Saliba, against Gabriel, against Havertz, that's half decent in the air. Like they're attacking threats. He was winning everything. On Wednesday night, it was Joe Linton doing exactly that, winning everything, getting it out of the box when crosses were coming in. Jamal Lascelles was that guy tonight. He was an absolute Trojan um, in defence and he led the way and he led by example because he put his body on the line every second of that game, particularly in the last 20 minutes. And you know what? He deserves his flowers today. He deserves his flowers. We've been bigging him up on the uh, like on shows. People in the chat been bigging him up, and rightly so in, in recent weeks. But tonight, in that game, against that team, he proved tonight that he can, under Eddie Howe, play at this level. And he defended superbly well. And you know what? I've got massive amounts of respect for him for that. Um, you know, his contract runs out in the summer. There'll, there'll be talk on that. We'll talk on it on this channel um, as the season rolls on. But he is proving to be a vital, vital player and a vital leader in this team. Yeah. Everyone talked about, quite rightly so, that Trippier was our captain. But today, our club captain stepped up and showed that against a quality side, he can lead this team to a victory. And he led us to victory today. So I am with you 110%, Daz. He deserves man of the match today. I thought he was superb. Superb. 
just looking at another few comments in the chat there as well. Uh, some shouting for for Gordon who got the Sky Man the match. Uh, I, I I thought he had a good game. He did he, did, he played in the wing and he played up played up front and he kind of went back to the wing at times as well. But uh, he had a great game and got got us the goal. Of course, he constantly constantly running. Uh, and also people are shouting that that J seven. Uh, uh, here's a picture of J7 there. Um, she, it was another contender for Miranda. Both had, had excellent games as well. But uh, uh, just, just yeah, for, for me, Lascelles, um, I thought, thought without Lascelles there tonight, I think uh, I think Arsenal would have, would have at least scored one. So uh, that's why he, he got my man of the match. Yeah, definitely. 100%. I'm, I'm going to give a, a, a quick shout out to, um, I think you might be standing there, uh, LB. Uh, is in the chat. <laughs> He's uh, delighted. I do, I, I, I do give him a, a little bit of um, a little bit of stick uh, for, for not for not liking Newcastle when we talk about on twelfth man because he is always uh, super critical of us. Uh, but he says my second favorite team would today. Uh, <laughs> whether that's Newcastle or whether that's somebody else, I don't know. But I imagine it's Newcastle because it keeps Arsenal down there. And it keeps Man City and um, a few points behind them. And he's, he's mentioned that Craig Lee, my comments come from a place of, of kindness. And to be fair, um, we, we were talking on the 12th man chat, myself and LB, and he, and, and he says he, he has high expectations in Newcastle. He, he can see um, what we're capable of. And my argument is, is that it's going to take us time. Opposition fans expect Newcastle to be there right now. And we know because we talk on Loaded Mag all the time, Daz, along with with um, Chris and, and Richie, about that being a process and it being something that we're building to to, to achieve. And everyone yeah. in the chat right now, 250, 260 of you that are in there, you know because you listen to us and you know it's a process. And I, I, I get it. I, I get from his perspective why um, uh, he has that opinion. But he's obviously buzzing tonight, as are we. Happy days all round. And um, uh, Ronald, um, Cheers, Ronald. Uh, I think he said, do, do we have, or did we have more yellow cards for descent um, than they did um, for fouls? I, I think that's what he meant. <laughs> the yellow cards up there. I think that's what he meant. Um, uh, Ronald, if you meant something different, put another comment in and we'll, and we'll clarify that. Bit. But I think that's what he might meant. Uh, we, yeah, we, de we definitely had a lot of yellow cards, that's for sure, um, over yeah. the course of the game uh, today. More than we would have intended or uh, wanted to, to have. <clears> but look, uh, Bruno's got his yellow card. Uh, it looked like he was looking for it. Um, and the reason being is because, you know, he misses the Bournemouth game next Saturday, which is obviously a, a big miss. However, um, after the international break, we've got Chelsea at home, Man United at home, Everton away. And, you know, you kind of weigh up, what would you rather him miss? Would you rather him miss Bournemouth away where we can still get three points? Or um, would you want him to be there for those games at St. James's Park to ramp up the atmosphere like we've seen tonight uh, against bigger teams in the league to get potentially three points? I know what I'd rather. So I think it was it's a, a nice smart. time to... Yeah, I think it was a smart move as well. But it, it's a it's a nice time to give him a little break as well, a little breather because just coming off the Champions League game and then back to league and then on and so on. Uh, well, well, now it's right before the international break. Yeah, no, he he have a nice little break then actually. Well, he's he's probably playing for Brazil, isn't he? But yeah, I was going to say to Pete, twelfth man. I'm sure you're can't wait to get back on the twelfth man. You're talking about two wins. Uh, but poor Dan Potts had two losses. Uh, Dan Lawless had, had, had a, a win and, and, and a loss as well. 
well, and Man United, uh, Dan United had, um, they scraped a win today. I was watching that again. I was watching my little, I was watching on a bit of it, and then I left it. And then my little boy said, What's the, what was the score in the match? And I turned it on and said, watch, they're going to score. They're going to score. Watch, there's, there's five minutes left. And the score. Typical Man, Man United uh, getting out of yeah. jail. But um, it, it's only papers over the cracks for them, for, for definite. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Just papers over the cracks for them. Um, you know, they, what Man United did today is what they norm- they did last season which is why they finished third, is that they weren't convincing, yeah. they weren't great. Like if you go back and look at their result against Fulham last season at Craven Cottage, they did exactly the same. They scored a last-minute goal to win them the game when actually Fulham probably should have beat them last season. Fulham weren't great today. Fulham are not the same team as what they were last season, fighting in the top half of the table. But Fulham should have took something today. Man United got a last-minute goal that won them the game. And this is the thing with Man United. Against those types of teams, in all due respect to Fulham, they can nick a result. But when they come against the best teams, when they come against quality teams, and I fully expect us um, to be on them, like, massively when they come to St. James's Park in December, that when they come against the best teams, that's where they, that's where they struggle. Because they're not a unit, they're not a team, they're not what we what we produce today. They haven't got the battle or the the grit. They've got individual players that might make a little quality moment that will win them the game. But we are a team. We're a battling team. We're a good team with quality football and quality ability. And you think after the international break, we've got hopefully fingers crossed, Isaac Botman coming back into the team. You know, you were bringing quality players back into the team at that point, which could hopefully you know, elevate the team, be able to play even better football than we are at the moment. So, yeah, I'm not I'm not worried about Man U. Yes, the one today that went ahead of us for a period of time, but over the course of the season, I fully expect, and Daz, you've said it for so long, you want Newcastle United to finally, in the Premier League, finish above Man United. And I genuinely believe that this is the season to do it. This is the season where we finish above Man United and not just finish above them in any old position, finish above them and get Champions League football. Because if it's top five, we are 100% in that race. There's no doubt about it. You could say there if we got lucky with injuries, but fucking hell, we couldn't get any more unlucky the way it's gone uh, with injuries. Uh, We're bringing in emergency signings all over the place. Um, Right. I think we should go to some questions, Pete. And I know the chat is buzzing because we can't keep up to it uh, with, with the two of us. I think we should go to some questions and uh, then we'll go to the table after that. Um, and then we'll get back on to, onto the chat. But uh, yeah. I mean, I'll see what you start here. I was yes, going to say, I'll, I'll keep up the chat as much as I possibly can. I apologize. Um, uh, the, the comments and opinions and questions. Uh, we're, we're still, we'll start the questions when you put a question in. If you put a queue or question next week, we'll start that and we'll come back to it. But uh, the comments are so good, like, but they're so rapid that it's so hard to keep hold of it. But uh, so we apologize for that. But there are some really, really um, good questions in there um, or just good opinions in general. Um, uh, Michael Poma uh, said, um, this, was, this was great, but would you take uh, or would you trade, sorry, three points tonight? for three points in Germany. I would in a heartbeat because there's so much more of the Premier League season left. Mm. It's an interesting one. 
Um, would you trade Daz uh, tonight's result for a win against Dortmund away? Ah uh, no, because I'm just so greedy, Pete. Uh no. Um I uh, but I I know what he's saying, I know what Michael's saying there that that uh if you if that if you had the option, I suppose you, you would really because to get out of the group stage uh, would be would be absolutely unreal. But uh, but it's against Arsenal. You, the, the wins against Arsenal don't come along very too often. So it, it that's a very difficult decision. It was like the it was like the decision last year. Do would you want rather finish uh, in the top four and get Champions League or win the, the league call? It was that one. You want both. Uh, so I want my cake and I want to eat Michael. Um, I wouldn't trade that result tonight. Uh, I always maintain, uh, look, ultimately, I want us to be competitive in all four competitions, which we're still in right now, which is amazing, um, considering the, the injury situation that we have. Um, however, um, the Premier League for me is bread and butter. It always will be. Um we want to be finishing as high up in the Premier League as as possible um, because that's part of our journey. Ultimately, we want to be winning the Premier League um, at some point in the years to come. So we need to be finishing in positions where we can um, finish financially to strengthen the team um, and, and push us on. And, and beating teams like Arsenal, who finished second last season, that gives confidence. I, I go back to the I go back to the comment and I can't remember exactly what the commentator said, but as the final whistle went on Sky, they mentioned Newcastle are firmly um fighting at the top table or something along those lines. Um which says that that result to them in Sky and for people around the country, that result puts us within that top table. We know that as fans that we know we're fighting at the top table anyway. So that's not anything new to us. When we put results like that together and we get results like that, like we did, like we did two years ago when we smashed them 2-0, that puts us in the top table because you can you, you can prove that you can beat the likes of Palace 4-0 and, and teams like that. But when you have a top team like Arsenal, and they are a top team, regardless of what we think about it after the game tonight, and you put them to the sword and you get three points on the board, that puts you at that table. That makes other teams sit up and take notice. And for me, that's at times more important because there's a fear factor there. And when you build a, build a fear factor, like Man City have right now, there's a fear factor there. It sometimes can help you in the long run to create something massive. But but that's just my opinion. I don't know if you think anything different that. Um, sorry, Peter. I wasn't. I was only half listening. I was reading the questions. I was trying to stock the bar okay. full of questions. First. So whatever you said, Pete, I agree. Uh, I'm sure you would have anyway. That's for sure. Yeah, I, um, I wouldn't disagree. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm probably one of the ones that do dis disagree to some kinds. Uh, more more so than I agree. I, 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 but um, it's no, Lally, yeah, anyway. I, <laughs> yeah. Uh, right, I think we have more, a few more questions. Yeah, there's one question here I wanted to go to, and I had it in my head as well, and I saw someone else bring it up. But I think Michael could have gotten there first. Trips on, uh, on the left for Dortmund. Got to say, I'm not a fan of it. Takes a lot from uh, his game. I'm of the opinion, uh, look, look at awkward there tonight. But I'm, I'm happy with with uh, Tino on the right and Trips on the left. Uh, and um, I think, uh, yes, uh, Mike Gent came in with the same kind of comment. Especially last on Wednesday, Trip your left back, Tino on the right. What's your thought there, Pete? Um, I would say yes, 100%. 
there's going to be a conversation, Daz. We are going to need a conversation at some point on Loaded Mag and UFC. Um, and there's going to be a conversation within the Newcastle fan um, fans on social media. You cannot leave Livermento out when he's playing as good as that. You, you can't. You, 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 there's going to be a point where we're going to have to have a genuine conversation. Is Do you leave Trippier out to play Livermento or do you sacrifice a little bit of, of his game because you're right. There is a little bit of a game that you do lose that natural width, that natural ability to whip a ball in with the right foot, first time passes, yeah. the the lot. But when you've got a player like that, 20, 21 years old in Livermento, that like to be fair, Kieran Trippier pocketed Martin, Martinelli, and Tino comes on and goes, Hold my beer. <laughs> does it even better than Trippier yeah. did? <laughs> like literally just pockets him. Pace, power, strength, the lot. That guy was never in the game, Martinelli, and I'm surprised he didn't get he didn't get pulled, he didn't get dragged at some point. But um, Tino Libramento and people in the chat with the Tino chants, get them going. Tino was sensational. Again, the guy is quality, and uh, I would, I would, I'd, I'd do it. I'd go for it. I'd, I'd say, you know what? Let's go, Tino on the right, Trippier on the left. We know Trippier can play there. He's not going to play at his hundred percent maximum, but let's be honest. He's probably one of, if not the best right back in the Premier League performing this season. Yeah. For me, um, I think Trippier playing on the left is better than probably the vast majority, if not all, the left backs. Apart from Undogi, who, who's been sensational for Spurs this Spurs. season, apart from him aside, um, he is He probably outperformed most left backs in the Premier League, um, even as a is even as a right footed left back. But again. My opinion. Uh, feel free, feel free, people in the chat to disagree with that, but I, I would, I would go with that. I would certainly go with that if Dan Burns not fit. I would certainly go with that if Dan Burn is fit, and I'd go with that maybe at Bournemouth. Yeah, I, 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 I look. It, it, it will see. We'll see what what stories with Dan Burn on on with his back. Um, he he took he did take some kind of pain medication where like he was looking down uh just right before uh, the uh, right after the incident and uh but yeah he had to come off at, at that time and I, but it was it was a hefty fall uh um that, that he took but let's see but no i'm 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 being quite interested to see trippia on, on uh, the left and tino on the right i think that would really kind of go at because we have to go for it uh, dormant we, there's no there's no there's no sitting back and letting them come at us and try and pinch a goal uh, i think we have to go for it i know they're it's they're at home they, they got beaten by Bayern today as well they were home against Bayern and i saw harry harry kane scoring a goal but uh i was a two and a half time or something anyway but uh yeah um looking forward to that and don't have long to wait either. It's Tuesday the game, so bring that yeah. on. Comes around thick and fast. Um, uh, I think we need to talk about Tuesday. What, 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 what's, what's the plan? What's the plan of action? Well, I don't know. We'll, we'll come up with a plan maybe right after this, Pete. <laughs> they come, they're coming quick and fast. Like I guess. Uh, a shout out to IB nineteen ninety eight. Have you seen what our test our said yet? No, I haven't seen it. Have you? Because I, 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 I've that to look forward to after this. You know what was really interesting is that Sky did his whole press conference, not his interview on Sky, but they obviously have a they have a press conference with all the press. Oh yes, yes. Um, and Sky showed a huge chunk, if not all of it. I can't remember if it was all of it. I don't think it was, but literally probably eighty five percent of that interview 
they showed on on the Saturday Night Football because it was that explosive and he was saying it was an absolute disgrace. They're in the VAR a disgrace, blah, blah, blah. He's going hammering at them. But at the same time, it comes on social media that BN Sports have got the lines and drawn it. So all that explosiveness that Sky thought they were getting great TV about almost is just getting scrapped up and put in the bin because it was in. Case closed. Case closed. There you go. On the button, guys, as, all, as ever, it was in. Millimetres, but it was still in. And if this was goal line technology, that wouldn't have been given as a goal. So it works the same way on the goal line, all the way up. If it's not fully over the line, it is not a goal. It's as simple as that. And when they such a crap picture. We didn't actually draw this ourselves. This was 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 uh, on BN Sports, so you can't argue with it. Right. Um, let's go to another question or two. Um, let's see. Uh, back to, to just to confirm to Kenzie. Yes, Murphy did get injured again. He, he lasted about 10 minutes or so, and his shoulder popped out, popped it back in, and it looks like he probably need to get an, have an operation now. Uh, so that's not great for Murphy. He, he did play his part. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. We said it earlier. But Eddie Howe's almost kind of confirmed, really, that it's looking like it's going to be surgery in order to um, in order to get things right on his shoulder. It's a difficult one. Um, I talked about it well over a year ago about Calvin Phillips. And he, when he was at Leeds, constantly getting um, shoulder dislocations and maybe coming back too early. And I had a good friend of mine that, probably should have played at least the high-end semi-professional football, maybe even higher than that. He was a really good player, but his shoulder kept popping out. And in the end, because it popped out so many times, he had to get it fused, like fused together. So he could only lift his arm like kind of that much. Um, and, and he couldn't play, play football because he couldn't jump to kind of win headers. He was a midfielder. Yeah. Um, and so you've got to be really careful with, with um, dislocations because if you keep tearing the kind of the, the the ligaments and the tissue around it and it starts getting weaker it will then just pop out all the time and if it does that then it affects your career so getting surgery in the early doors can fix the problem and he's tried he's given his all and, and we've said on there tonight fair play to him for for putting his body on the line but it's about getting him fit and healthy now because he is a key player um and i've got no doubts whatsoever that's that you know if he's back fit by january maybe february time he will prove crucial in the back end of the season. No doubt about it. Yep, yeah, he, he sure will. Um, great question here from Leon. Um, anyhow, mentioned in his uh, pre-match presser that he is working with Target before he got injured, obviously, of being, uh, uh, being in the number six role before injury. Do you think Trippier would be able to do that role? That would be interesting. You know, um... Tino and uh, right back. Um Trippy, try in that number six role for a while. Nah, nah. To be fair, our, our midfield, our midfield position is is not too bad. Uh, we, we don't need Trippier to play in, in a number six role. Um, Trippier likes to play in positions where he gets a lot of time on the ball to be able to dictate the play, and and in either the left hand side a full back or the right hand side of full back is able to get wide right to the touchline to be able to get time in the ball to dictate the play from the width like in the middle as a number six 
He might get time looking forward, but he wants to be out wide because his delivery is fantastic. His ability to drive forward is fantastic. To link the play is fantastic. We, we don't need him there. We don't, in my opinion, I don't think we don't need him as a six. Yeah, it's probably better to go for a specialized number six if, we, if we're good at one. And this one came in from uh, uh, someone we might know. Mr. Chris Hall says, Anthony Gordon running down the wing. Gordon makes the Jordan sing. Gordon, we're all going. That's not to Dortmund. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, the next one. That's the next one. That's the next one. Right. Um, right. What else have we got? Um, an easy one here from the Connors. Do top, does the top five get Champions League this season? It does, but it, it doesn't depend on how far the English clubs get in the, in in uh, your in the Champions League, I presume. Um, to, well, to make it up. at the moment, in terms of the coefficient, we are we are top. Spain a second. I think there's then Italy. Um, there might even be another league. Then it's France. So like we are currently top. So as it stands right now, we will get that fifth spot. Um, obviously, it helps if the English teams go far in the competition. So if there's two or three teams that go deep into a competition, got to remember as well, it's the Europa League and the Conference League. So we're going to have a good season and go deep. If Liverpool goes West Ham were to win the, um, the, the, Europa, uh, the Europa League, Europa League yes. maybe. Um, and, and, and say, for example, Newcastle get into the, into the latter stages. Um, if Man City get to, get as far as they did last season, um, if if Arsenal get to the last stages, like it, it, all, all dependent. If we have a really good season, all in terms of English teams, then yeah, we're we, we guaranteed it, uh, and fifth will be ours. But at the moment, as it stands, fifth will be ours anyway. So we, we it's only if the majority of our teams go out really early in competitions, which is not likely to happen. Um, so, so I, I'm of the mindset that, that fifth is going to get Champions League, no doubt about it. Um, and we'd have to have a massive drop drop off, which I don't think will happen this season, in order for us to f- feel fall sort of like second or third in the coefficient. It's it's not happening. Yeah. Not happening. Let's let's just make sure we don't even get get in in exactly. the, the top four or higher. Um, right, Michael reminds everyone to smash that like button and pretend it's. Uh, Kai Havertz head, uh, or Bruno Jorginho yes. elbow uh, as well on well, as you're going past. But hit, hit that uh, like button. Um, another one here. Um, Gary says, never saw what Longstaff did today. Uh, but if he wasn't playing, we'd we'd have lost three 0 What is it he does? Does anybody know? He's just everywhere, really. Uh, and uh, as we, we we pinpointed last season, he without him we're we're, we're a different animal altogether. We're, he's in both boxes as well. He picks up, he goes, drops back into the number six role, and he and he can uh, he can uh, uh, unlock a pass as well, and and uh, some de- de- play uh, some decent through balls. But he's everywhere, and he keeps constantly running uh, as well, as well as Gordon constantly running. Longstaff is constantly running. So, uh, but fair, fair play to Longstaff. I thought he had a great game as well, uh, as well today. But any any thoughts on that one? Longstaff was outstanding. Longstaff does the jobs that no other midfielder in, in our club can do. And he literally closes all the gaps 
um, in counter-attacking situations for us. So, for example, Longstaff will try and get the ball forward. He'll try and connect the play on the right and on the left. More so on the right than the left. But what he does, he closes the gaps in attacking areas. So what you would have seen him today, particularly on the right-hand side with Trippier to begin with, he will be the second man. So he'll get there as a, as a, as a connector. So if Amiron can't get back, he'll go there and he'll be the second man to double up on the winger to stop that ball from being cut back inside and any balls into the box. If, if Amiron gets in there, he goes back into the box and he's an extra defender to knock the ball out. If it's on the left-hand side, it does exactly the same role. If Joe Lynch is not there or if Anthony Gore is not there, he covers space. But what he does, he goes about his business to put out fires, basically, to put out Arsenal fires of counter-attacking football and opportunities. But he's got the ability to get forward. He's got the ability to drift into little pockets of space in attacking areas to create problems because we know if he gets in front of goal, he can score a goal. He's got a good touch. He's got a good strike on him. He plays that role perfectly. There's nobody in this team that plays that role as good as him. And there's no there's no surprise that Bruno Gamares' performances have been significantly better since Sean Longstaff's been back in the team because I'm told... I said to the loaded boys back in Eddie Howe's end of last first season when we when we put Burnley down um, to the championship. I was there at Turf Moor, and I was watching the way that Longstaff and Bruno interlink with each other. They've got that connection. They have an understanding that's continued on and had massive success on off the back of it. Longstaff does all the dirty work, all the blocking off, all the covering to allow Bruno to press forward, to do the job, to, to attack. And there's you go back and watch the performances, guys. You watch Bruno Gomez's performances without Sean Longstaff and the spaces that were open and the exposure that was there in the midfield in comparison to now. It's so different, so different. Bruno knows he can go off and press high and do his job and, 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 and commit forward knowing that Sean Longstaff is there to cover and do the dirty work. Joe Linton's the same. It is colossal. And what I really do hope, from a, from a person that supports England and is an England fan, Gareth Southgate was there tonight watching the game. I hope he was there watching Sean Longstaff and thinking, hmm, Sean Longstaff, his job, he would fit perfectly with Declan Rice in that England midfield, because I genuinely think he would. He's not the star name, but I genuinely think as a player, those two could actually play really well together. And I hope he was looking at Anthony Gordon and going, you know what? Left-hand side, it's a makeshift striker later on in the game. He can do a job. And he's come through the ranks as well. So there's a couple of players there that I think Gareth Southgate's going away and seriously considering that for the, for the November internationals. And look, I would like Newcastle players to stay at home, to stay fresh. And to stay fit, but when they deserve their flowers, they need to get their flowers. And I think both of them deserve England call-ups. Um, Longstaff, in particular, does. We talked about it for over a year now. We sure did. We sure did. Uh, yeah, and I think. Uh, well, I I do hope that that uh, Longstaff does get. Well, I do and I don't. I I, I do for him that that he gets a uh, call-up, but uh, but for us, I don't really care. Uh, because I'm just happy that he that he's that he's. Uh, all good uh, for Newcastle. Uh, 
people are saying that you're you're drunk, Pete. That you've had a few brandies, and, and I can vouch for Pete that that is that's actually uh, lemonade that Pete is drinking. Uh, no, it's, it's Coke. It's Coke. <laughs> Coke. Oh, sorry, Coke. Coke mixed with lemonade. <laughs> right. Um, what do I want to go to next? I wanted to go to. Let's go to the table, and we might come back and get a few more questions again at towards the yeah, end. Well, let me get that table ready. Let's try this. What's it look like? Right. I hope you can see that, Pete. Um, yeah. yeah. So we are sitting in sixth spot on 20 points. Uh, 20 points after 11 games. I can't remember what we were on this time last year, but that is not so bad. Uh, 20 points. And um, just outside that top five that we spoke about as well. Uh, Villa, uh, who play tomorrow, or, or, or they play, still still to play, and Liverpool still to play, Spurs still to play this weekend. But um, yeah, it's nice to take some points from Arsenal, bring them closer to us. And um, yeah, and with Bournemouth next in the league, um, you would hope... We know we'll be missing Bruno, and we're not going to take Bournemouth for granted either. Either, but uh, you would hope we'd be able to to beat Bournemouth, uh, who are pretty much fighting for their lives at the moment. Uh, if you look at the bottom of the table, Sheffield United mm. got their first win actually of uh, today. Um, but yeah, Bournemouth are are, are uh, in the mix there for the relegation spaces. Yeah. But um, yeah. I was going to say Bournemouth got smashed six-one by Man City today. That's right. Yes, um, and on top of that, they um, uh, Alex Scott, who was a player that we looked at centre midfielder, yes. um, fantastic young talent, um, went off I think with a with a serious injury. I don't know how serious it is, um, but um, again, that that their disappointment is kind of our benefit. Is it they're losing a, an important player for them? We are losing Bruno Gomez, but. I agree. I think that's seventeenth in the in the league. Is that what three losses on the bounce, or is it? Yeah. Um, um, or is it well, the other way around? I'm not sure if it's. They, a, they, no. I think it's the other way around. I think they must have got a. I think they won last week. Yeah. So four out of the four out of their last five, they've lost basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, we should be confident in going there and, and picking up points. But it goes back to the point, Daz, um, is that Palace at home. Bournemouth at home and away, we didn't get points on the board. We 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 didn't get the three points. We we drew uh, against Bournemouth home and away last season, and and these are the games where that kind of gives us an idea of, of where the improvements are. You asked the question just a second ago before you brought up the table. You know, you're not sure where we were in terms of in accordance to last season. Yeah. I think going into this game last season, uh, we were on 17 points at the same point last season. So now we've won, and we're probably, I can't remember it in, a, in, in comparison to who we played this time last year, but you could argue that we're probably where we exactly were at last season. But beating Bournemouth would be a huge step forward. Um, I have to say, we have to, we needed to win this game today. Like, it's not an easy game against Arsenal, but they all talked about on Sky that potentially if Arsenal won, we'd be 10 points to away from them now you know we're looking at being four points away and um you know we're still in touching distance with the likes of aston villa with the likes of liverpool yes they've got games to play but arsenal as well six points away from tottenham that can be turned around so yeah we keep in touch with that top six it keeps us in that conversation for the the top five finish which is which is what what the aim should be 
Yeah, and I'm just looking at the fixtures here as well. So Villa play uh, Forest uh, tomorrow, two o'clock, uh, and uh, Luton play Liverpool. So um, interesting. Maybe Forest gets up against Villa. Forest are at home. Uh, go on Luton tomorrow uh, as well. Uh, then Spurs play uh, Chelsea on Monday night at uh, eight o'clock. So one Chelsea in that one. Um, Spurs on fire at the moment, uh, but that bubble will burst eventually, I think. But yeah, that's where we are. I'll stop sharing the table for now, and uh, we'll see if there are any more questions before we round out the, the night. Um, this one from uh, the Clonet uh, as well. Win the this for this season now. Is that the same question we had last season? Win the, the, Carbro, the Carbro Cup or finish fourth uh, and ahead of Man United. For me, I want the cup now. Because we can still, if we finish fifth, we can still qualify for the Champions League. There we go. That's my exactly answer. Exactly what I was going to say, mate. We're, we're, on, we're on the same page there. Uh, win the cup, finish fifth, still Champions League. Everybody's happy. Celebration time. Yeah. Big signings coming in in the summer. Yeah. That's what I a big, big signings maybe coming in January as well. Did you see that that uh, uh, interview with uh, Dan Ashford? Uh, I know that there was a there was um, Jordan and Dom and Craig Hope and uh, Keith Downey. Everyone was on it, uh, and uh, so yeah, he, they're they're not uh, they're not saying there's nothing happening in January. You know it. So busy, busy January window. Apparently, there's still money to be spent, which which doesn't surprise me. Because let's be honest, there's money coming we, in. We we, yeah. we um we, we spent forty five million on 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 Anthony Gordon last last January, so there's still money to to be played around with, um, and we to be fair, we talked about it during the full of transfer show. We said that you know we probably could have spent this summer, but we saved a little bit for January just in case. I'm glad we did potentially because there is talk that there is money to be spent in January and. Uh, yeah, but the transfer show is going to be very, very interesting. And uh, anyone loading my game FC, get, get, keep uh, you know keep an eye out for for shows in the next few weeks because we are starting to build. That's for sure. Yes, yes, and we're starting to make sure that our contacts are uh, in place and line them up, and it's just a matter of when when to bring them on. So yeah, stay tuned. Uh, we gave you we gave you this one last week with um with. Um, Graham Bailey, uh, great to get Graham on with us, and uh, yeah, and then, then we came, became very topical. Then after the conversations uh, with with uh, Dan Ashworth, um, but uh, yes, this one I wanted to go to next. Uh, yeah, we we touched about uh, you, we were touching about um, Longstaff in front of guards. So Michael Palmer says four go four Premier League goals now for Gordon in front of uh, Southgate. Uh, I don't know what more the lad needs to do to get a call. Up. He definitely should be getting the call up. Uh, there's no no doubt about that. Um, he's playing all of his skin at the moment. I agree, um, 100%. Um, it's time. It's time to look at the future. There's there's a lot of players that after this Euros this summer that probably won't be called again um, for 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 England, and they need to look ahead. Whether it's with Southgate or without him, and Anthony Gordon needs to be in that conversation. That's for sure. Another one actually from Michael here, and he says, "Question: Do you think uh, do we need to get uh, Minta or Grand Qual back in January? We are, are so limited in that position, and both could do a job. Um, I would think 
I would say that they won't come back. Uh, I say they'll because Eddie Eddie Howe will want to work with them. Uh, if he did bring them back, he'd still want to work with them, and it would it would only be coming towards the end of the season that that he'd 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 throw them in there. I think he he needs he needs a preseason with them. To just to get around with every player that comes in, even though it doesn't matter how much we pay for them, he always likes a bit of time to work with them. So I can't see them come back. I definitely, Garen Corral, I, I haven't heard so much about him. I know he scored one goal and he uh, had, um, so I don't know how that's going from, but mentally, yeah, was, 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 doing, seemed to be doing really well in, in fine art. So, uh, um, but I'm wondering if there's even the option to do that, a recall on, on them. Um, I think bring them back and they might get, one or two uh, run out for, for us. Uh, if if the, if the injury situation got even worse again, then and there was an option, then yes. But I think it's better they get game time where they are. What's your thoughts there, Pete? I agree. Yeah, I think keep them where they are. And Minter seems to be ahead of Grand Koal. So Koal needs to stay. Um, I, I, question, I question the loans for Grand Koal. Uh, for me, I want him to be at a team where he's guaranteed to play every week because that's where we're going to see the improvement from him when he's playing regular football. Um, Minter kind of comes off the bench and has a massive impact and then kind of earns his way into the team. I know I think he's had an injury recently, so he's not been in, in the team. But um, Minter I'm not worried about. I think Minter will be a Newcastle player at some point in the next year or two. I think he might well go out alone again because... And we'll be looking at players to kick us on. Um, and he'll maybe then be integrated into the team at a later date. But, yeah, uh, I, I, I wouldn't bring any of them back for me. I, I'd want us to go and, and sign somebody, whether it's on loan, whether it's a permanent, um, to, to influence the team here and now. Um, how about Riyad Mahrez uh, from Saudi? Well, why not? Why, why not get Mahrez in? I'm joking, stroke, not joking, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just write out. You know, we're, we're being playful right now, yeah. I, I'm, I was looking for a picture earlier that hadn't come through, uh, so uh, but it's I, I have it now. Here it is, yes, the old team photo when we win. I love, <laughs> love getting that on. Uh, and yeah, you see, you see Murphy, yeah, strapped up there. He's still giving it, giving it loads, though. So, so far, <laughs> look at Bruno pointed down to him. <laughs> I love it. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Isaac with the big furry coat. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Is that Isaac? It looks like. Isaac. Yeah, it looks like Isaac. It's a bit like him. Yeah, look. Yeah, it looks like him. I think it is. Um, if not, if not, if it's not Isaac, I have no idea who it is. Yeah, um, but yeah, great to see, great to see so many in there loving life, um, and supporting. Um, great to see as well. Great to see that Murphy's still in there in in the mix. Yeah, obviously, he's, he, you can see it's heavily strapped up his uh, his shoulder. Um, but look, it, it, it is what it is. But um, he. He gave, all, gave it all to the team, but it's great to see big smiles on Livermento's faces. Will it be back in, in and amongst it? Big smiles on his face. Chris uh, Byrne. Yeah. Big guy Byrne. Can't see him. Uh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, I can't see him, actually. Is he, is he in there? No, oh, yeah, yeah, he is. He's behind Byrne. Lewis Hall. 
He looks small. Ah, uh, oh, there he, he is. Yeah, yeah. I was looking yeah, for the tallest guy there, him. but obviously they're standing on on a on the bench. Uh, yeah, I still, I, for me, I still expect him to be taller than Lasell. <laughs> they're on the bench. I just imagine him just towering over everyone, a bit like Nick Pope at the back on the on the far left. Yes, I yes. Expect yes. like Dan Bird to be that just from a standing position, but yeah, <laughs> great to see. Great, That's brilliant right. stuff. Well, that uh, class. Um, just glad we got that picture in. It's a uh, and uh, I always love them, obviously, because that means we've got our, our win. Who we saw to see them, them pictures. Pete, I think we'll start wrapping up for the night. We've got to talk about what we're going to do for the rest of the week because we're, we're going to be doing something. Uh, gonna, there's going to be a, a handful of shows coming up on Loaded during the week, so stay tuned, uh, stay subscribed, uh, hit the notifications as well, smash that like button, uh, and you get all the information you need at the upcoming shows um yeah i suppose let's let's round it out and say um uh, shout out to our sponsors shout out to um get the information to the ready shed.com and um the lads there russ in in particular uh, and the radiators that Russ has, uh, go check them out. Uh, the, the, and he has a new one. I must get the picture of that it's a Newcastle themed radiator. So uh, go check that out and uh, talk to Russ. He will sort you out. And if you need to get them installed, the install works will will do that job for you. And he come in the loaded van, of course. Also, shout out to uh, HBO Bathroom Design Co., the Northeast's largest supplier of Velcro and Botch Bathroomware. Team Valley Gated, over 20 years established, ran by the family. Get down to the showroom on 11th Avenue, Team Valley Estate, Gateshead. And yes, here are the bathrooms there uh, that are in the showroom, but I'm sure there's, there's even nicer ones there again. So go check that out if you're in the market for bathroom and upgrading your bathroom. So yes, we myself and Peter talk and see what the, what we'll do for the rest of the week. And um, as uh, and I'll put, have the show up on Spotify as well. Anyone shout out to anyone listening on Spotify and iTunes as well. Uh, we we normally pick up the show a day after, uh, but nice to that we on get it on audio as well. And yeah, come along and, and catch us live as well, and catch us on YouTube sometime as well. And anyone listening on, on, on just to the audio, but that is it. Um, and the last words, Pete. Um, no, I'm just <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to watch the game back again. I'm I'm living on cloud nine right now. I'm loving. I'm, I'm ready to watch Arteta go go lose it because I haven't seen that bit. So I'm looking forward to to that. Uh, but yes, enjoy that because I'm going to enjoy, enjoy that. that. Exactly. We'll, we'll be back very, very soon uh, with, with more, more shows with big with the Dortmund game coming up this week and then Bournemouth uh, coming up next Saturday at the same time, same place. So, uh, good night, everyone. One thing left to say. How'd you like that? Good night.
drink it. 